Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. And it's lucky that you have this group here right now for this problem, or you wouldn't even have a country left. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Sorry, I'm still wiping off the gear I touch sometimes. Pump up that music, Michael. It's a party. We're having a party here. It's an information party. Sean, there's a spot I can't hit. Can you wipe that off for me? Pump up the music, Michael. It's a party. We're having an information party. Information party? Yeah. That sounds like a sucky party to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not coming to your information party. <laughs> yeah, I have a, uh, a thing. Sorry, that date doesn't work. There are no snacks. There are logins and passwords, oh, but there are no snacks. In what way is this a party? Uh, dimly lit room, etc., etc. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The evolving response. The evolving response is our general manager. That's right, Jack. Said in a serious voice. You need to check back every single day. I'm trying to figure out when uh, the average person is kind of like had enough of this. All right, I get it. I get what's going on. But do you? You don't. Because there's an evolving situation which calls for what? An evolving response. And an information party. But... uh, (laughs) I just I feel like there's the the the, the country's trying uh, kind of going a little toward okay I get it I understand what this is now and so can I hear something different maybe I just have noticed more non-corona stories leaking into newscasts and I find myself really welcoming welcoming them as opposed to yet another update on how many cases here or there and that sort of thing oh I hear that yeah yeah and, well yeah, right exactly but that's what we do around here we don't hammer the same thing over and over and over again if there's a twist we bring you the twist. If there's not, we don't. So the stimulus bill passed 96 to nothing. Who were the four uh, no votes? The people that got the corona? Probably Rand. Rand Rand and Mitt and and, uh, their other friends. Is Mitt positive? Uh, He got sequestered. He got, uh, yeah, the people that are sequestered. Yeah. Uh, People that were around Rand. Yeah. Um, And uh, what's the other one? The guy, uh, Mike Lee from Utah. Ah. He, uh, He was hanging around Rand. So, yeah, people that had to sequester themselves. Anyway, 96-0, and there it goes, and you're going to get checks in the mail or through the computer or something. I don't know. Look it up. Both. Depends. Depends on your situation. Right. Um, Unemployment numbers are out. They're, as you would expect, mind-boggling. Like four and a half times the highest filing ever during the the great downturn and the rest of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Getting yes. close to three and, well, three and a quarter million. Everybody expected that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why uh, Congress is, is passing the giant relief thingamajigger. Yeah, I heard. We'll get uh, through this, my friends, Somebody with was, an evolving response. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was uh, complaining that I like that, uh, quit calling it a stimulus bill. It's not It's not to stimulate the economy. The economy was fine. It's oh, yeah. to try to, like, just keep us afloat. He called it an induced coma bill. We're trying to put the economy in a coma until this is over and then bring it back out because it's fine and it'll go back to normal, hopefully. But, yeah, we don't need to be stimulated, really. Uh, 
Speak for yourself. I wouldn't mind. (laughs) Uh, Let's introduce everybody in the squad before we get going there. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, Pretty good, pretty good. I'm just looking at CNN, and uh, it's almost like they're excited that the death toll is approaching 1,000. So there's like they're with bated breath, you know. I don't know when it hits the thousands are going to do something special or whatever, but they keep bringing this up on the, on the screen. They yeah. like round numbers. Uh, you know, it's uh, bothered me a lot about this, and we've discussed this kind of, you know, from a different angle, but it used to be uh, one of the sacred laws of journalism was if you hadn't independently verified something, you would say uh, Senator Jones claimed that or Senator Jones stated that. Um, there are a hundred thousand kangaroos in Oklahoma, for instance. <laughs> if and if you had independently verified it, only then would you state uh, there are one hundred thousand kangaroos in Oklahoma. And Senator Jones was speaking about it. Blah blah blah. The mainstream media, almost to a person, to an outlet, is stating the Chinese statistics as if they're facts. Right. When it is a truism, it's known that China lies habitually about every statistic, and that really bothers me. All you have to do is say, uh, you know, the deaths in uh, Italy surpassed the number of deaths claimed by the Chinese authorities. That's all you have to do is say that. And all these good numbers are coming out of China immediately after they kicked out every international reporter that was stationed in the country. Coincidence, John. Probably. Yeah, Yeah. just, oh, man. If we don't have solid journalism in a republic, we're in a world of hurt. Yeah, you're right. You throw in one word. Of course, the Chinese are claiming this many people died. That's all you have to say. Donald Trump, don't trust China. We shouldn't. Nobody should trust China. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I continue to uh, to scour the streaming services for new shows. As uh, I, I, I've, I found myself at a bit of a lull in my in my gaming. I'm, I, I crave some some more creative uh, output that that I don't have to control. So I've been watching a few more shows. I, I mentioned the Tiger King yesterday. You're going to be hearing more about that. That's everybody. That seems to be the show that everybody's talking about right now. Cool. Um, but uh, this other one, if you if you enjoy international uh, drug smuggling. Uh, violent it's it's a violent show uh but zero 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 on amazon prime uh i'm quite enjoying i'm about three episodes in but th- it, this is a heavy thing this is not one you watch with the whole family i'll watch but... it with my kids this afternoon oh yeah yeah a little call, time a little call. part of the homeschool thing maybe during yeah, recess see how the cartel handles problems kids <laughs> yeah. daddy says don't do drugs here's why now sit down uh <laughs> I'll tell you, my, uh, my commute is just a snapshot in time right it's my 30 miles during the time of day i came in from a rural area to an urban area, but it was heavier than normal. Really? Not, not only lighter, was it not lighter than normal, it was heavier than normal. The amount of traffic, especially headed westbound, was astounding. Do you live in Essentialville or what? That's so. Uh, uh, mine was quite light. I did a crossword on the way in. I wish I could, <laughs> I really wish I could take a picture uh, so I could tweet it out and say, you know, for those of you who hold up, this is what the traffic looks like right now. Because huh. there was nothing but a sea of red in front of me and nothing but a sea of headlights coming at me. How odd. Like any day. I know. Oh. It's, I, I don't know what that is. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe the, uh, the federal government needs to, I don't know, bring the, the army in or, and sequester you people or a dome like in the Simpsons movie, something. Did you say the army? The army, the army. My brother, I said it quickly. The army. My brother went to Yale. He robbed a Yamba youth. <laughs> the army. <laughs> okay. The army. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it get to be little little Friday? It's Thursday. 
March the 26th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Wash your hands. Do 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 wash your yes. hands. Do 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 wash your hands. Do 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 wash your hands. There you go. Oh, I get it, because it's got to be 20 seconds. There you go. Grab your what? Your hands. Your hands, okay. Grab your hands? Eh, they kind of ran out of steam there at the end. <laughs> you get the something, point. Something, something, like 50% more words than they had to write for the original. <laughs> right. I like it. Um, there is a, oh, a house mailbag. Look at oh, it. it's it's quite nice. Yeah, some uh, freedom-loving quote of the day that will uh, you'll remember it the rest of your days. Wow. M- maybe. That is impactful. <laughs> Depending on your memory. Now, that is impactful. Probably not if you're Joe Biden, who continues to, every time he opens his app, in a controlled environment, make people think, oh, Grandpa's not doing well. He's struggling with what people are calling his dire side chats. He is uh, <laughs> he's definitely struggling. Yeah, and uh, we have a little bit of that later. And um, what was I going to say? I had another, another thing I was going to say about this. No, that. No, that. I don't remember. What it can't was. imagine. Mm-mm. I can't remember what it was either. The the COVID nineteen fifteen that everybody is gaining continues to be a a meme, and for good reason. I don't know what it is about this whole situation and people eating and gaining weight, but it just oh. has just. <laughs> I actually have a fascinating story, Jack, from the world of science. Yeah, I don't know if on I be- why you're craving carbs. I don't know if I believe that there's going to be a baby boom in nine months, but I think there's going to be a bigger pants boom in nine months. Oh boy! Uh, more ah! on our text line. What is going on with you? Four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The cops in Spain have arrested quite a few people, mainly on the plane, who were planning an orgy during the coronavirus, and so they said that's not good for the public. That's some sort of... Orgiastic conspiracy charge? 20 people were planning an orgy. Well, you're not supposed to gather in groups of more than three or something like that in Spain right now. And they heard about this orgy, which is clearly a group gathering. Oh, yes. And uh, so they arrested him. Wow. Maybe it was just a fantasy. 31,000 people have been uh, written tickets. That's something. I would say. Is that possible in the United States? We asked Lon Hee Chen who's smart and about domestic policy, and he said, no way, that happens in the United States. Mm. So I, don't know. I would tend to agree with him. Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Perhaps you'd like to register opinion in these, uh, an opinion, in these troubled days. You can let us know your reality, what are you seeing in your hospital, your workplace, your part of the world, or perhaps uh, there's something you see that you say, oh my gosh, the guys need to talk about this. Send it along, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Your freedom-loving quote of the day all week, it's Thomas Sowell. Might be all month, because I love him. We've heard the old saying that giving a man a fish feeds him for only a day, while teaching him to fish feeds him for a lifetime. Redistributionists give him a fish and leave him dependent on the government for more fish in the future. Which is true, but then he goes on. 
If the redistributionists were serious, what they would want to distribute is the ability to fish or to be productive in other ways. Knowledge is one of the few things that can be distributed to people without reducing the amount held by others. Huh. That's a you good one. can give away all of your knowledge and not lose a bit. Yeah, but I lose my lead. I was smarter than you, but now we're the same. I am casting pearls before swine here. I thought that was one of the all-time humdingers, and you just rizzed all over it. That's some good stuff. Yeah. Here's a nice note from Daniel. Beautiful Web City, Missouri. My father heard about the shortage of N95 masks nationwide. Remembered he had a box from uh, when a devastating tornado hit Joplin Hmm. in 2011. I remember that. It was horrible. He contacted one of our local hospitals and offered to donate his masks, although he expected they would decline. But they accepted the masks, gratefully. I say this to let everybody know, if you have N95 masks stored away now, now would be a good time to call and see if your local hospital would accept them. Thanks, A&G, for everything you do. God bless. We'll get through this, everybody. Thanks, Daniel. That's terrific. Thanks for the heads up. I I wonder if the box has to be sealed. I'm sure a quick call uh, to your local medical provider would give you the answer. Good stuff. Uh, let's see, am I allowed to, um, this person has lots of letters after their name, but I'm not sure what they mean. But anyway, it's, uh, Rochelle says, I have a question. I've looked at the WHO situation report almost daily for the past week. Why are there over 24,000 cases in Iran? I understand Italy, Germany, France, and U.S. places, uh, and the U.S. is places people like to travel for leisure, but Iran, I'll tell you why Iran, Rochelle. Because they, uh, having been sanctioned, they're desperate for cash and, and uh, investment um, and have looked to China for it. Lots of Chinese folks oh, going gotcha. to Iran. Back when China had many, many infections, and not only did they deny they had a problem, they let a million people leave Wuhan and travel all over the world, seeding the infection all over the world. Now, come on, China! That's why. But thank you for asking. Uh, Jared, also in Missouri. Missouri really standing up tall today. Appreciate it. There you go. One of our biggest problems, rather, is unfunded liabilities. Retirees living too long and withdrawing far more out of social programs than they were intended to. From a cold-blooded, purely logical point of view, wouldn't millions of dying oldsters actually help the economy? Wow. (laughs) Well, he says from a purely cold-blooded, logical point. Well, I would say it's that. Also, he says, Rand Paul is a hero if he takes out a large portion of the Senate. I'm afraid you yeah, lack yeah. compassion, Jared. Exactly. Look at it. Look at back, back to back. Fabulous note of compassion, kindness, and decency from Daniel in beautiful Missouri. Did the coronavirus send that most recent email? And then Jared brings <laughs> the hate. Mentioned earlier, we don't think they'd give out uh, fines in the United States for being out and about. Uh, well, the mayor she has stage an orgy. The mayor of Los Angeles is talking about turning off the power and the water to businesses <gasps> that do not comply. So more on that coming up in a little bit. What could go wrong there? I, I think one day Gil Garcetti is going to end up imprisoned. I think he's unhinged. Maybe a mental hospital, but more on that to come. Uh, how about this? Well, that's that's uh, mediocre at best. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Well, looking over the emails, ah, that's mediocre. Okay, how about this? Well, Travis commenting on the airplane thing. 
It's 2020. I can't believe people still think that the air on an airplane is reused. It's all fresh air, completely circulated out a dozen times an hour. It's a rumor, urban legend, myth that airplanes reuse the air. There are dozens of videos on the subject. Sure, airplanes can be health bombs, but that has nothing to do... Okay. That's I'm fine. not worried about the air. It's the uh, it's the arm that was on the seat before me. <clears throat> I'm The sweaty head leaning against the back of the seat. I'm not that worried about either of those things, but... The, I lick the seats a lot. The person within <laughs> six or so feet... Oh, yeah. Because of the, of the very wonderful filtering of the air on an airplane, the air's always moving. So if you're downwind of Coffee McSnort... You know, the, the the person with the wet cough and the sweaty brow, you're just doomed because you're enclosed. That's what bothers me. Mm. Uh, oh, uh, a lot of folks are saying this sort of thing. We'll see. Bubba says it's time we acknowledge that quarantining the old and at-risk people is smarter than quarantining everyone. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about that. What's the but... use if old people are alive and the economy is dead? I say enter the sh- end the shelter in place. Stop the SIP before it becomes RIP. Working on a slogan there, or a placard, or a chant, or something. I feel like we're headed towards some sort of decision on whether and how much we want to shut down what parts of the economy for how long. Yeah, and I think right around the president's declared 15-day period, we'll have enough clarity that we'll be able to fashion a plan. As we sit here today, not so much. It will help if we get a good, solid idea of how deadly it is. That would that would be make all the difference. Yeah, there are a couple of developments on that front, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, that, and they're not going the right direction? They're not great. Mm. No. We're not here to scare you or anything, but there's a cardiac aspect to it and perhaps a gastrointestinal one. What they're talking about doing in Los Angeles is just astounding. Stay tuned. And we know that people want to do the right thing. We're asking folks to first, if you see something, say something. Not like the old 9-11 days, but go up to somebody and actually say something. But we are absolutely prepared to find people. This is a misdemeanor and let people know that it is their responsibility. The difference between life and death for somebody is your behavior. So that's the mayor of Los Angeles encouraging you, if you see somebody out and about, to go up to them and confront them and tell them they need to go home. Upbraid them personally, knowing nothing about them or why they're out, what <laughs> right. they do for just Yell at them. According to the completely insane mayor of Los Angeles, <laughs> Gil Garcetti is has the lowest jackassity to population rating in the history of mayors. <laughs> The mayor of Beijing in 1806 was profoundly mentally ill, and he was less jackass to population than Gil Garcetti. So he took see something, say something from the 9-11 era, like you see something weird, you call the police. Right. I saw a bunch of Middle Eastern guys loading stuff up on a truck. Uh, no, if you see somebody out and about, you go confront them, and you say something to them about, you know, you should be home, you're spreading the coronavirus. Uh, first of all, why are you out to talk to me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Secondly, I'm going to shoot you in the belly now. I'm out looking for people like you. <laughs> Let's say, well, I was out looking for you. And and the mayor of Los Angeles went on to say uh, that he's announcing the Business Ambassadors Program. It's an effort to get non-essential businesses to close. This ba- behavior is irresponsible and selfish if you're not on the approved businesses list to stay open. Um. Uh, 
I understand your argument. I under I get the whole flattening the curve thing. I'm not, you know, I get it. But I got a mortgage. I got employees. I got kids. I got bills to pay. I've put my whole life into this thing. So calling me selfish and irresponsible for trying to stay open is a little much. For supporting my children and my employees and my employees' children, that makes me selfish? In what sense, Gil, you jackass? Besides, I would look around at the other businesses. The dry cleaner's open over there. I gotta close down the dry cleaners open over there. Well, we can't have a wrinkled America in these troubled times. I personally was in the donut shop yesterday. I mean, the donut shop's open. They're gonna stay afloat, and I'm gonna go under and lose my, lose my life savings? Why? Man, um, did I have a, a, a fuster cluck trying to buy some liquor at the liquor store. Oh, I'll get to that <laughs> in a second. They're just taking online or anyway. I got something on that in a second. All right. From the mayor of Los Angeles, he goes on to say... I got a bottle of something on that. The Business Ambassadors Program includes, and this is the only place in America that I've heard of doing this, those shut off essential services for businesses that don't comply. They'll shut off your power or your water if you're not complying. Wow. I hadn't heard about that anyway. As you heard in that clip right there, he's talking about fines which we were told by Lon He Chen, who's a public policy expert. That's what he studies and teaches at Stanford and advises campaigns on and that sort of stuff. He said that'll never happen in America. Well, the mayor of Los Angeles is talking about doing it. Mm. Actually, finding people are out and about. Um, oh, and there's one more thing he added. It uh, You might be on board with this one. Um, uh, delivering liquor. Yeah, this is this is becoming popular all over the country. Oh, yeah. Either driving up to a, a, a bar and you can like, get takeout liquor. Super. To try to keep them in business, and so you can get your drink on, I guess. Well, I'm more of a planner. I just I like my own ingredients, but that's fine. The mayor you had, know as well as I do that you will be drunk tonight. The mayor, the mayor had announced that restaurants and bars could deliver alcoholic beverages as a means of stimulating business in L.A. County, and I know other places where it's takeout at the restaurants. You can order a whatever to go, which I think you always should be able to. I don't know why we can't, but. Right. If you then violate the law some way with that drink, well, then you're in violation of the law. That's a different but thing. But the mere if, possession of it as an right. adult, the, the public, uh, you know, public consumption laws make me crazy. Yeah, because if I want to drink while I'm in my car, I can buy it at that convenience store right there. Right. So why don't I just buy it from you and... If I'm not going to drink it, I don't I don't get it. Well, and if I'm 21 years old, I'm not drunk, nor disorderly, nor abusive to anybody in any way. Why am I forbidden from walking down the street sipping on a beer? And you're not if you're homeless, because they don't say anything to them. They just right. hang Oh, on. exactly right. Well, no, you can freaking shoot up. If you're a homeless person, you can be jabbing heroin straight into your veins on the streets of Seattle, and they'll say, oh, you poor uh, sweetheart, let me let me food, feed and clothe you and make it as easy as possible to be a junkie. But so, yeah, you're sipping on a beer. So how do we feel about shutting off the power and the electricity at the, I don't know, name of business that decided to stay open? I don't see it happening. I don't. I don't it was a threat. I think it's an idle threat. It's just so crazy. Does he know it's an idle threat, or is he serious about it? Uh, I, I, Gil, I don't know. I don't know. He's a nut job. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll find out together, I suppose. Uh, I mean, if it's an egregious violation, I mean, there there it's like some sort of. I don't know. I can't even picture what the business is. They're having raves every night with people pogoing up and down with a head full of ecstasy right next to each other, coughing and snorting and the rest of it. Well, yeah, okay. I can see shutting them down. But don't you padlock the place? You shut off their electricity? I don't know. Well, okay. We, 
We just uh, different we, responses, different places. We just got a text about uh, that might speak to the whole. Wait a second, you're going to shut down my business? What about those people over there? We'll have that in a second. Okay, yeah, and 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 some really really good tape coming up in a couple of minutes from the president's daily uh, press briefing about the coronavirus thing. But hey, speaking of staying safe, a lot of us have security systems. But a lot of the particulars are kind of annoying. Messy installation, you got to wait weeks for the tech to show up. It costs a small fortune for the installation. And then you got to sign a two-year contract. Not with the best security system in America. Simply safe. Outdoor cameras, doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home, entry motion and glass break sensors, guard your inside, and you can install it in 30 minutes to an hour. Awesome. Yourself. It's only, yeah, yourself. No, you don't need to hire anybody. And uh, it's only 50 cents a day, no contracts. You're not locked in for the next two years if you decide you don't want it or don't like it or you move or whatever. And how about this? Free shipping, 60-day risk-free trial. There's no reason not to try Simply Safe. Free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. All the good stuff in a security system, none of the bad stuff. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You should know Simply is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong for that 60-day risk-free trial. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I just saw some tweet about uh, apparently Taylor Swift is back in a feud with who? Someone. Anyway. I'm barely aware of it. Taylor Swift. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Anyway, David Spade said last night, he said, I feel like it's this generation's Watergate. (laughs) Which I thought was really funny. Um, uh, Back to the mayor of Los Angeles saying you're going to shut down businesses or you're irresponsible and selfish if you're staying open. We got this text. I'm a plumbing contractor, and I went to uh, Home Depot. He mentions the the location in the town that he's in. Went to Home Depot yesterday. When I pulled in the parking lot, I couldn't find a parking space. There must have been 300 people at the Home Depot. Now, I understand why uh, hardware stores are deemed uh, essential businesses, but if you run a different sort of business and you're looking over there and you're saying, all these people are out and about, the parking lot is packed, and I'm going to lose everything I got, yeah. and my employees are going to get kicked out of their their apartments right. for shutting down. I just I just can't do it. I'm going to have 10% of the people over here all week that they have there today, and you're telling me, I, I understand, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. which is why... And the president is absolutely right about this and his advisors. We need to be studying every single day how quickly and how we can get the economy back a-going. Three and a quarter million people filed for unemployment uh, last week, and that number is probably an undercount. The previous highest number was 660,000. You heard me correctly. Three and a quarter million this time. Six hundred and sixty thousand. Did I say three and a quarter? It's 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 a uh, one point three million. I think. No, it's not. No, it's three. It, it's three. Yeah. That's Holy right. I thought. Wait a minute, crap. Joe. That number is too big. You've exaggerated. No, it's it's four and a half times the highest number ever. Wow. And and that's something. And, and there there are times I wish we could do the same half hour of the show over and over again. Me too. Partly because we're both very lazy men, and partly because <laughs> I feel bad that some people get some of the most important stuff, and then we don't repeat it at all, or we don't repeat it till later. But I think one of the key things that we talked about yesterday was that the economy and health are inseparable. The economy is health. It's health care. It's spending on health care. It's the suicide rate, unemployment and the suicide rate, deaths of despair and addiction. They're directly tied together. If we shut down the economy... Like some of the just utterly unrealistic types in the media are, you know, if and 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 uh, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, said this the other day. 
Um, and it's just so dumb. He's actually being recognized pretty widely as doing a good job in New York because they have a disaster. But he said, listen, if we could save only one life by keeping this economy shut down, it's worth it. It's one of the most idiotic things that's ever said, ever been said. And we'll excuse him for now because he's in a crisis. But if we shut down the economy for, say, six months, there will be many tens of thousands of deaths of the sort we're describing, maybe hundreds of thousands. So let's be realistic about this and understand we gotta we gotta uh, adjust what we're doing as quickly as possible. Wash your hands. It sticks in your head. It really does. You gotta do what? Wash your hands. Wash your hands. It started at 16 seconds on my clock here. Wash your hands. We're just at 24. And you're supposed to wash your hands for 20 seconds. You said. Yeah. Stand by. We're still waiting. What's this next line? Grab your hands. Rub your hands. Rub your hands. Okay. Rub your hands. Rub Bingo, your hands. right there. That's 20 seconds. Okay, cool. I'll tell my, my kids that. That'll actually help. Yeah, do three verses, and you're good to go. Okay. You kill that virus dead. The soap dissolves the coating on it. Screw you, virus. As does uh, hand sanitizer. The alcohol breaks it down. Or Break the, it down. I was watching David Spade last night and then laughing in bed as my son was trying to fall, fall asleep. I had my headphones on. What were the other jokes I liked? Oh, he said uh, R. Kelly calls it the, uh, for R. Kelly, it's the COVID, I thought she was 19 virus. Oh. And. Unfortunate. <laughs> and, then, and then they're talking about Madonna in the bathtub. And uh, uh, what was her uh, saying that uh, the, the great equalizer? COVID-19 is the... It's the great equalizer. The great equalizer is no one under 40 knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny. <laughs> I love David Spade's show from his house. He's doing like the Zoom time with other snarky comedians, and they yeah. just riff on the day's celebrity news. Yeah. Say mean things. Uh, where it's is just... that available? Where does one see that? I see it on the YouTube. Yeah, there YouTube. you go. He posts, uh, posts okay. it on the, there you the, have the it. Lights Out YouTube channel. Can I just search? David Spade. Well, Lights Out is the name of the show, so the okay. Lights Out with David Spade. Okay. But it's it's, his, it's not it's the good David tip. Spade channel. It's that one. Okay. I end up I end up on these feeds for my YouTube, and then like it just gives me what I want every day, which is Google's what Google's trying to do, right? It's because that's the goal you. constantly. But I I open right. up my YouTube, kill a little time, and there are the things I want from the people I want already lined up there every day. So you never experience anything new. <laughs> Hello, YouTube. I'm Mike Huckabee. Exactly. YouTube is owned by the gigantic evil Google, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing. But a lot of, we keep talking about what things are going to change out of this. I was watching David Spade's show and thinking, you're doing it from your kitchen, Zooming with other comedians. The show is exactly the same. You don't have the studio, the makeup, the unbelievable cost, I'm sure, of putting that on in a location in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. It's perfectly the same thing, enjoyment-wise, just watching you do it with a cell phone from your kitchen right why would we continue to do it the other way gets you get, i think you probably get used to the lack of an audience yeah. pretty quickly yeah i mean if it's funny you laugh although there is nothing as infectious as laughter jack that's except true. for covid19 <laughs> that's actually slightly that's yes right. thank you cardi that's slightly more infectious than laughter what did you say you have coming up it was good it got my no attention idea. at the time oh oh the president's uh, right. daily press briefing yesterday i thought was just terrific cool and this is the same press briefing that Seattle's NPR uh, uh, station announced that they would not air anymore because they were not able to fact check in real time. 
oh, I swear, I, I'm not a violent man, but I hear stuff like that, and I just want to slug somebody. Do they get taxpayer money? You should yes. not. You should not get any taxpayer money if you refuse to run the official government's response to the biggest crisis of our lifetimes. Because you are so smug and so precious and so ideologically bubbled, you can't even accept that there's a point of view apart from yours. You just can't even comprehend it. Oh, those people, I, I swear, they ought to be put behind glass and people can file by them and just look at them like it's a zoo, because <laughs> those are some strange rangers, that's, man. That's That seems interesting. Um, all that stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Fifty Cent is worried he's going to get fat during coronavirus. He's already ballooned up to over a dollar. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> it's just, he's so dry. That's what he seems like. He's bored with his own jokes. Maybe that's why I think it's funny. So a couple of corrections, amendments. Uh, number one, I keep calling Eric Garcetti Gil Garcetti. I've I've done that since he got elected. Gil was, of course, the uh, legendary DA, right? OJ time, etc. Mm-hmm. In LA, uh, and and secondly, I I made another mistake just because I didn't have the number at the uh, at my fingertips, and I didn't want to exaggerate. And it, as it turns out, I underestimated rather badly during the time that China was lying about the coronavirus outbreak and imprisoning doctors, etc., according to WHO estimates, 3 million people headed out into the world from the affected region and planted that virus everywhere. So I said 1 million. It was 3 million. Well, that's why the estimates are it would be 95% uh, less than what we've got going on right now if China had reacted like a normal country. Right. Worldwide. But if you call it the Chinese virus, you're a racist. Eh, well, I'm not engaging in that stupidity. You can go away if you feel that way. You idiots. I got more on that sort of thing coming engaging up. Engaging in that stupidity is what we do, Jack. I want to talk about Which the... reminds me, I've, I've, I've renamed the virus as politically incorrectly as possible. According to the, uh, to flout every one of the WHO's guidelines, it's Chairman Xi's Chinese batmonger coughing death. There you go. There you go. We got to talk about the moron who died from uh, drinking the uh, aquarium cleaning stuff. We got to talk about that later because it, it, oh. it's, it's got political ramifications. Oh. You talk about... Uh, it's being blamed on President Trump, which is really something. Well, I, I think it may be you know the moment that the jury says, hears the testimony and says, wait a minute, what? And uh, indicts the American media as just being a bunch of jackasses. I would have not seen this coming, and everybody knows I'm very cynical. The media is having their darkest hour, in my opinion. They're the worst they've ever been. Uh, I I guess because you grade on a scale because this is the biggest crisis of our lifetimes. Yeah. Um, So the fact that you're continuing the same way with your crap reporting and trying to make it about one person and scoring points in the midst of this is just unconscionable. You're right. You know, I'm comparing it and contrasting it to the near daily uh, reports that utterly indisputable proof of the Russian collusion 
is now available. It is known. It will be coming out any minute now. But the stakes were pretty low. Right. Because, yeah, I would agree. This could be the darkest moment in American media, certainly uh, modern by modern standards. Uh, do, do we have time? We have time for a little bit of the, the press uh, conference yesterday. Uh, yesterday, um, the president and, and his crew out there answering questions and making statements, uh, including coming up n- in a few minutes, if if you can hang around, president getting into it with a reporter. Oh, my. Jaws were dropping at my house. But um, let's see. What do we have time for? Uh, let's go with um, clip 20. No, that's too long. Uh, clip 30. And we'll be speaking to everybody. I'm not going to do anything rash or hastily. I don't do that. But the country wants to get back to work. Our country was built to get back to work. We don't have the, a country where they say, hey, let's close it down for two years. We can't do that. It's not our country. So we're going to be talking, and it could be we'll do sections of our country. There's big sections of our country that are very, you know, little affected by what's taken place. Then there are other sections that are very heavily affected, so there's a big difference. But no, I would say by Easter we'll have uh, a recommendation, and maybe before Easter, and uh, at the end of the 15th day, uh, or even during the 15th day, I think we'll have some kind of a recommendation. Well, that was in response to the utterly indefensible narrative of a day or two ago of, uh, Mr. President, to open up by Easter, the medical uh, staff say that's not a good idea. And he said, listen, we consult every day. We're going to talk about it. We're not going to do anything hasty. And it's going to depend on where you are, obviously. It was good. It was strong. It was also touching at times. It was a rough day in New York yesterday also, so we got to talk about yeah. that, too. Some more highlights from the uh, the press conference, and, uh, man, uh, New York is ground zero for all this stuff. Stay tuned, won't you?